do you know also when you're saying about having confidence is like I'm not confident in knowing that everything's going to be easy and everything's going to be smooth because it's reality is it's not and you know over the past year I have hit some very hard roadblocks personally Mm. in my life but it's also about having the confidence that I have a people around me to support me b knowing that I have the awareness of myself and see, just knowing that I will feel it and I will get through it. Like I'll face it head on. I'm not mm. going to push things down, but having the confidence to know that I will get through it because of the struggles that I have been through. Hello. Hello. Um, welcome. Thank you. So the reason that I brought you on here was because you work in the field that you do and just, I just really like your perspective on things. Mm-hmm. And I think um, there's, a, there's a couple of things that I really resonated with um, about the way that you work. Yep. Which we'll get into um, that I just want to dive deeper on. Yeah, cool. Um, but before we do that, I want to give, I want to get context from you and obviously for everyone as well, more about you and, and your okay. story. Cool. Um, well, I am from the UK. I moved here in 2009, so 14 years now, which is actually crazy when I look back and reflect on that. Um, I came over here to travel, ended up staying. Uh, my mum was not happy about that. Um, yeah, so then I've been here ever since, really. I worked up Newcastle Way for a couple of years and then moved to the coast. Um, I'm a PT. I had two children, they are nine and seven, beautiful little children, Um, and kind of throughout the last 10 years, I really, really kind of figured out what I wanted to do with my life. I mean, when you leave school, everyone's like, what are you going to do? Didn't really have a clue, I think, which is why I came over here to travel and just get a little bit more life experience. Um, I became a PT, worked in gyms. Became quite successful within my job. I think because I'm purely so passionate about helping people, um, really like connecting with humans and helping them change their lives for the better just brings me so much joy. And the fact that I can go to work every single day and love my job, I think I'm very lucky and there's not that many people that can say that. Um, Over the last five years, I think from having my children, I have changed which is great um moving forward I went into a lot of pre and postnatal training um just quite naturally through what I was doing in life and I think I explained on our other podcast that we did last week that working with these women I kind of realized that they were coming to me and exercise was probably third or fourth on their list as to why they were coming They were coming to get out of the house. They were coming to have a social interaction with people. And then I realized that I kind of were giving people a space where they felt comfortable to talk. Um, And a lot of people say that about me, which I'm very grateful for, that I seem to provide a nice safe space for for people and can be quite trusting, which is very nice. Um, And I realized that when you have conversations with people and you actively listen, I wanted to be more able and more equipped to reply to them and and actually help them. So although I was a personal trainer, in another sense, you know, they were coming to me with their own personal mental health issues. And at the time I was studying to be a teacher. So I was doing my Bachelor of Education online. And I, I did enjoy it because I could educate children and, you know, I was getting 
I was helping children grow, um, but it just didn't feel right. Like it didn't feel right for me. So I kind of just sat in it for a little while and just really tried to figure out what I wanted to do. I didn't want to leave being a personal trainer because I loved it so much. Um, and then I think it was just, I was just sat in my own thoughts one day and I was like, why don't I become a counselor? Um, I looked at like a psychology degree, but it was just going to take a really long time to do, especially whilst being a mother and running my own business. So looked into that a little bit more. I changed my um, course that I was currently on to become a counsellor and just fell in love with it. Like I'd loved learning. I had some friends that were at uni at the time and they were just like, I've got to study today. I've got to do this. And I'm just like, I absolutely love it. Like I mm. want to sit down and listen to every single lecture. I want to read my textbooks, you know, which when you're at school, you don't really want to do, but I just soaked it up and being able to look at people's physical health and then now being equipped to help people mentally, which is, is, is my business now. Mm. Like mental health and physical health need, need to be connected mm. for overall well-being. So my business is leading edge well-being and that's, that's pretty much what it means. Mm. So that brings me to where I am today. Um, so I'm a counselor and a personal trainer and they are both so, so important. You can't have one without the other. Mm. Um, I also think why I really love psychology and looking into the mind is you can change everything, everything about yourself. You can change your hair color, you can change your clothes, you can manipulate your body composition. But one thing that we always have is our brain and we, we can't change that. So, you know, to understand your own brain, how you work, your awareness, your perspective, but then also how to read other people's behavior, how to tap into their mental health and, and then how to help them. Mm. is is amazing it brings me so much joy and yeah i love it, mm. I love it. yeah brilliant i mean i'm gonna go back so so with the postnatal stuff that was mm. physical training yeah that was physical training so i was a pt and then i did another course to become a pre and postnatal trainer right um which you don't you don't get when you become just you know you're set three and set four you don't get mm. that so you have to go and study more um to do that so yeah, so I, I went and did a course on how to train when you were pregnant and then how to train postnatally, right. um, which is super important. Like mm. if you are a PT, I would recommend to do that course for anybody as a male or a female because we train so many women and a lot of older women will have babies at some stage. Mm. So, yeah, if you end up doing the wrong thing, it's, it can be quite detrimental to a woman's body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now with the with the counseling thing, because that, that brings me into um, a touch on before an area I wanted to go down, mm-hmm. and that is um, doing that degree. Because I looked at a psychology degree as well, and yeah. and the I think it was like seven years minimum or something. I Dude, was like, insane. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> uh, and and my ex partner actually when way way back she started. I think she got two years in, and it was yeah. like maths and chemistry scientifically yeah yeah and like i mean not to go down a rabbit hole but you look at you look also at one thing i've noticed is how quickly um psychological theories are debunked or or proven wrong Mm -hmm. um and it's such a fast growing thing that yeah. by the time you go through that seven years, it's like, holy crap, like it's all changed. of that stuff is so yeah. old and, and the education system is also 
already so far yeah. behind. Um, but with the counseling degree, it's quite, it's quite quick. Mm. Um, what was it about the, the degree and the study that you love so much? I think it kind of, you, you get to learn how to understand people's behavior and then you get given lots of different tools as to how to help them. So if somebody comes to me for mental health support, it's not what I think and it's not, I'm not trying to diagnose you because I'm not, like I'm not there, like I don't have that qualification. It's more about trying to open up your own perspective, give you more perspective um, rather than saying, this is your issue. This is what, you know, you're going to be diagnosed. I don't know, doctors will just give you a, a pill or whatever. Whereas I'm more about, asking you questions and helping you figure it out. That's what a counsellor does. Mm. So you're coming to me with, with something in your life and you, maybe you're so tunnel vision on the negative. So I'm just going to help you open your brain a little bit more, see a couple of different perspectives and let you kind of figure it out. So I like to think of it as if you drive, learning to drive. So you're in the car, but you are behind the wheel and I am the passenger. So I'm, I'm guiding you on where to go. Mm -hmm. I'm showing you different roads. I'm, I'm teaching you different things, how to use the gears, how to use the pedals, how to use indicators. But essentially at the end of the day, you're the one that's actually going to be driving the car. Mm. Um, I find throughout a counseling session, you know, we'll start with the issue. We'll go back and see previously in life, you know, what has happened in your life as to maybe why we're experiencing this issue now, issue now, Mm. um, and then I, I really like to bring it back to the present moment and really give my clients things that they can do in the here and the now and even some take homes, whether it's a book to read, whether it's a couple of different tools that I've got for them that I can give them mm. to them, help them progress. So when they leave that room, it's not just, okay, that hour's up, that's done. I'm exhausted about talking about the past, mm. what happens next. Yeah, I like to give them something you know, to work on and to, to think about a little bit more. To mm, think home. Mm. Yeah. Something I, something I spoke to a friend of mine, James, who was on the podcast um, a couple of weeks ago was um, he was, he went to prison when he was uh, I think maybe in his early twenties. Mm. And he said one really interesting thing that happened while he was in there was people were coming to him um for guidance and support he didn't promote himself as that he didn't really have any um study or qualifications behind him at that point but it was just his energy that like and and the toughest guys in the prison were coming to him for help which um is something that i believe in a lot is is it's not about it's not about what we know. It's about who we are that makes us oh, great at more. what we do. Yeah, yeah. And I, and that's what intrigues me about you because mm. everything that I hear and everything that I see, that's that's very true. Yeah, yeah. And so, what is it about you that makes people feel so comfortable and safe? It, that's hard for me to answer because I think it's very subjective to the person that perhaps I'm talking to. But I. I feel like I can, I'm very present and that's something that I really try and practice about myself is to be present in moments. Mm. Um, I'm extremely empathetic and I've learned that actually since having my daughter because she is the same and I look at her and I think, wow, like 
she feels things and she tells me, she's like, I can feel it in my bones, mum, that you're mm. not okay or, you know, something. And I can have a deep conversation with somebody and I'll just, just get goosebumps over my whole body because I can just feel it. Like mm. I can feel your energy and I can, I feel like I can feel, feel your presence. Um, and I think I can listen. I'm very good at listening. Like mm. I listen, we have eye contact. Um, I think about what I'm, I say before I say it. Mm. And when I, when I look back and reflect on the last 14 years of living away, like I moved here when I just turned 20 by myself, I kind of had to grow up. And I also, I also think for me personally, like I have a lot of family in the UK. My dad is in the UK. It's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday. Uh, hey, <laughs> um, I miss him so much and I, I cherish, cherish relationships a lot. Like I have lots of close people to me and yeah, I just have a lot of love for people and, mm. and care. Like mm. I'm very passionate about the people that I have in my life and I, and I nourish them. Mm. So yeah, I think when somebody comes to me for help, whether it's physically, mentally, or if I make a new connection as a friend with somebody, like I, it means something to me mm. and I, mm. and I care. Not saying that other people don't care, but well, yeah. and and like really important to note too, like life experience obviously plays a huge part. Yeah, and that's that's where I, I mean, I, I've I've thought about the whole um, the whole world of of psychology and counselling and, mm. and whatever a lot, and and one thing that I always come back to is is again, and and I don't mean to push um doing a degree down mm. but what i do think is that you go straight from school and spend seven years in textbooks yeah um yeah. there is no time to really go and experience life there is no time no. to travel there is no there is no time to go and adventure and and yeah. learn about yourself because yeah. you because you obviously fixated on on learning about yeah all of the yeah, things I, do agree. And, I think i I mix them up so i i studied mm. part-time whilst having children yeah and then i was also going through a separation at the same time mm. so i i remember studying a unit of child development and i remember reading like with your children through a separation and i literally handed the textbook to my partner and i was like i think you should have a little read of this as well and he was like mm. okay and yeah, going going through life and and living life while studying mm. was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. Yeah, even though it took me longer to do, but you know, I had still had different hats to wear at the time. Whenever I was studying, I was present in the study. Whenever I was being a mum, was mm. being a mum, business, business, and I completely agree with you. Yeah, mm. Like, mm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's mm. it's. Like, I mean, especially now we live in a world where there's a lot of people um, who are experts or whatever. Yeah. Um, especially on social media, and I think the difference—the difference there is that some people have lived the experience of what they're talking about. Yeah. And other yeah. people are operating on on hypothesis, and not to say that, not to say that what they're saying isn't true, but. One thing I listened to, uh, I heard it on a podcast a couple of months ago and it was like, if your average person gives you financial advice or, or, or advice on investing or buying stocks or whatever, the chances of you 
taking action on that are slim. But if Warren Buffett gives you the exact same <laughs> advice, yeah. it's gospel and yeah. it's the best advice in the world. Yeah. And that's that's earned and I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah. Like I think going through everything that you went through with mm. separation, having kids, yeah. moving, like there is so much in that and it's the small moments of wisdom stacked over time yeah. that yeah. that allow you then to really speak on that yeah. but then also give you that empathy because you know what it feels like yeah. and that's so yeah. important. And I think that's what people crave is the connection like – Mm. You, know, you see it on social media. It's you don't get that real human connection, mm. and I think that's what I like and what I do provide is like I am just a person, and I want to connect with the people, and I want to help them. And I think, mm. like you, go back to saying the energy and and the person and the presence that they bring. That's eighty percent of it. Twenty mm. percent mm. is the textbook. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, this is a post you made. Embrace imperfection. Life is a beautiful mess and that's okay. Break free from the trap of constant preparation and truly embrace the gift of living. Stop thinking you'll be happy when you reach a certain point in life. Mm. Break that down for me. I think a lot of people fail to live in the present moment. Um, A lot of people are thinking when I save up enough money to buy the house, then I'm going to be happy. When I save up enough money to get my new car, then I'll be happy. I'm going to look for a better relationship than what I have now, then I'll be happy. And we fail to really live in the present moment and be grateful for what we have now. Like, Mm. you know, what we're living now is perhaps what we wanted two months ago. But yeah, I find maybe it's partly social media. Maybe it's partly seeing everyone's highlight reels. We always strive for something better, yet fail to actually acknowledge what what we have now and be grateful for what we have now Mm, is mm. is basically what I mean. And I feel like a lot of people do live live that way sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll take a deeper approach to that. Mm. Um, But that's definitely one thing that, coming coming back to lived wisdom and and earning the right to say these things or, or, or whatever um something you said on the hybrid hq podcast was that your goals are just be happy yeah yeah but and and business is going well and and do that and train and look after the essentials and the basics and whatever and as simple as that sounds yeah it's like what else would you want i know i know i just the base, nourish the basics. You know, the, it's that classic saying, you like, look after the, I'm going to, this is English, look after the pennies and then the pounds will create themselves. <laughs> like, look after the basic things. Yeah. And and the rest is great. Like, I don't want to get to the end of my life and, and think I was always worrying about what was coming next or I was always pushing mm. to make X amount of money. Like, for me, success is having a balance in my life, a balance yeah. of happiness. Like, I, I push myself a lot. Like, I have, I'm not um what's the word competitive with with anybody apart from myself like I always Mm. want more for myself I always want to grow but like I want the balance to share that with friends with family with the people around me Mm. Mm. you know that are just good humans yeah yeah Yeah. that's what I that's what I want and you know that's my own personal strive for my life and maybe that is because I've gone through hard times and learn and really human connection is huge Mm. um Mm. And yeah, 
like I want to live comfortably and I want to do well within my personal career yeah. and my business. And I will always push for that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I also want to lead a, a balanced lifestyle. Mm. Yeah. Do you, have you set big goals for yourself? Is that, is that something that interests you or are you happy? I, I do like setting goals, I, I, but then I like to become quite like create the systems and really work on what I need to do to be, to get that goal. So mm. at the moment we're in HQ working as a, I'm a PT and a counselor in there. At the moment, I'm probably looking at 70, 30 split, 70 PT, 30 counseling. I want to even that out a little bit. So yeah, for me at the moment, the growth, I, I really want to push my mental health space, um, do more counseling, grow that more eventually get something set up online whether there's mm. like a, a course that i can write basically so i can give more help to people mm. there's only so many hours in a day that i can work and, and give my presence to people but if i can create something that can help people along the way and mm. I, I am planning that well i'm midway through planning that at the moment mm. so get your shit together nice <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we don't all have our shit together, but this can be a this is gonna be a little yeah. bit of a toolkit to kind of get our shit together. Um so yeah, they're kind of my business goals and, mm. and growing that way. But they right now I'm working on the systems and you know, becoming that person and always ticking those boxes every day and mm. then eventually we'll get to that goal. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's um that's that's really awesome and and there's a common theme between you and and like when i look at the boys as well um mitch and Jaden, yeah Jaden and reese um but but in particular like i've known mitch for probably the longest yeah and like looking back a couple of years ago um when mitch in particular was just starting out i know Jaden was very similar yeah you're probably the same is it was like you were coasting along but there was there was growth there yeah and the way that i've always the way that i've always attacked business and and life in general is like if i have an idea it's like just fucking go yeah, yeah. but it doesn't end very well a lot of times for me <laughs> yeah, because i get yeah. so ambitious so quick yeah. and so but then now looking however many years ahead mm. it's like there's a new space yeah like things are moving really well yeah like and it seems like such a big change yeah but it's been over a really healthy amount of yeah. time I think um we're all the boys and I are all quite similar in that sense like we do have big goals we do have high expectations for ourselves mm. and we always talk about that um however we all have such busy lives that I think we, we had a conversation maybe six months ago and I ended up saying, let's be confidently patient. Mm. So, you know, we can be patient in knowing what's coming. We can put the work in behind the, behind the scenes that not necessarily everybody sees. So, you know, it was a big period of time, but there was a lot of planning and life was still happening at the same time. You know how you were saying you're sort of bullet out of the gate, mm. gung-ho. Like, I would love to be like that. Like, as I'm going to sleep, I have all these ideas just coming to my head. But realistically, I can't turn around tomorrow and drop everything and just mm. go for that because I still have other parts of my life that I need to live. So, yeah, I, I love being ambitious and I do have massive thoughts and visions, but I'm also confidently, confidently patient that I will get to them because I back myself and I know that I work hard. 
but I'm going to make it work within my daily life and my weekly life and my monthly life because I'm not going to turn around and say, sorry, I can't catch up with you, mum, or my mm. girlfriends or, you know, stop doing things because I've got this one tunnel vision. I know that I can conf- confidently work on that whilst living life. Yeah. Time. Yeah. Um, and perhaps the boys are the same. I don't want to speak for them, but you know, they, mm. they still have lots of things to do. They still run their own businesses whilst working on the next step. Um, and it, it works. It works mm. for us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, oh, like I, I think it's, I hear it a lot from, I guess, translated in a, in a lot of different ways, but one thing I've listened to a lot of really successful entrepreneurs is, is, um, macro patience. Yeah. Um, but micro speed. Yeah. And it's like, not to say don't be a turtle every day. Um, but also don't expect everything in a day as well. Yeah. And yeah. I think you can be as ambitious as you want to be day to day, but it, but it's got to be sustainable long-term. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think a lot of people will have the intentions, um, which is great, and they'll think about the intentions a lot and then never put the action behind them, mm. which can be on the other side of things. Um, so it's just about creating that balance of set the intention, really look at it, mm. what action do I need to create and what time do I have to start creating that action and then just get a bit of a flow on mm. that mm. way. Did you ever... Have you have you always been that way or is that is that a learnt is that a learnt skill? I think it's a learnt skill. Yeah. Um sometimes like and I've probably experienced it both ways having intentions and never actually actioning them mm. and then you look back and like, "Well, fuck, that was a good idea, but I never did anything with it." Mm. And then, you know, you start to create a bit of a flow. Maybe you go too quick and then and then fail. I mean, failed at things mm, you know mm. personally and in business yeah um i used to think that i could just do it all on my own and i just wanted to be independent and run my own business by myself and not have i don't need anybody else around me and i used to think like that until i met the boys until i've been in hybrid and then you you're around the right people who have the same values and morals and then mm. you realize that, wow, holy shit, your brain is amazing. So is yours mm. and who you are and what you create and how much we support each other and push each other. Yeah. I've grown so much more since being in and around that space. And yeah, I think the boys have to. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's about creating the right environment as well Yeah. Um, to action that. Mm. If you're always around people that, you know, will have the intention, but never put action behind it, you can definitely fall into that space mm. as well. The environment would pay. But. Yeah, and uh, and environment's also such a great sign of where you're at. Mm. Like I, I, I'm a big believer um, in that everyone around us is is there to to teach us something. Yeah, and um, in life, do you reckon? Like every in life, life, but I also but I also think very much on a, on an energetic level yeah. of like the way that we are and our and our state of being is in perfect alignment with everything around us. And so if I'm experiencing someone and they're triggering me or like they're, they're consistently coming back and the same thing's happening over and over again, we yeah. start to see these these patterns occurring and, and it just doesn't go away. So well, what's going on there? Yeah. And, and what, like you said, internally, yeah. it's an internal game. Yeah. And I wrote about it 
I wrote about it the other day was the people around me. So I've got a, 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 a key few people around me. And when I actually broke it down, we were on a very, very, very similar path. Um, a very similar path about career progression, yeah, money, um, general mindset, um, even procrastination, and and like I was I was surrounding myself with a lot of people who were saying a lot, yeah, but doing little, yeah, yeah, and you get caught up in that, can't you? You can. You can have such good, exciting conversation. Yeah. Which is great. And then you leave you leave that space being like, oh, yeah, this is cool. Mm. But then if people don't action things. Yeah. That's my biggest pet peeve, actually. Um, when people say something that they're going to do and then they don't do it. Yeah. It really, yeah. really gets to me. So I try to be very intentional when I speak. Like if I say I'm going to do something. Yeah. Even if it's something simple like, right, tomorrow I'm going to go for a run. Yeah. No, I've set that intention. Like I will go for that run. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. I won't just, like I won't say it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is which is so important, yeah. and and I noticed, and and even it kind of proves itself in what you were saying with the boys is that when you come into when you come into a place where you're surrounded by people who are in a really good place, and yeah. there's there's a lot of alignment there, and you go, oh, wow, they they help me see more than I ever could have seen by myself, yeah. or they they have great systems, they yeah. they have strong discipline and whatever it's kind of a testament to where we're at in our lives as well. Yeah. And and that was one thing I noticed was I was like, not only am I noticing that the people in my immediate circle, like um, there, there's a lot of a lot of saying not doing, it was a perfect reflection of what was going on in me as mm. well. But what I've noticed is the more that I've progressed, yeah. the more that they've progressed at the same time. Yeah. Not that it was anything to do with no, me. No. We're just in perfect alignment. Yeah. And you need to have big awareness of yourself though, don't you? Yeah. Do you agree? Um, awareness of who you are. And, Absolutely. And being aware of your surroundings as well. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's credit to you just for being aware of who you are. And, yes. Yeah. And the people that you are surrounding yourself with. Mm. What what is one of the the most common things that you see in your practice um your your yeah, your hospital um <laughs> the hybrid hq hospital <laughs> um no in 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 your space yes. with, with your clients sure. obviously without without crossing any any boundaries mm-hmm. um what's one of the most common things that people come to see you with and and what is the answer to those common problems? A lot of people are coming to me confused, unhappy, and they're, they've waited such a long time to come and get seek help that they don't know a way out. Mm. Um, I want to say anxiety is, is huge, um, and I believe it's... You know, we're being cooped, we were cooped up in COVID for so long and we got so used to being in our own thoughts. And I think it kind of went both ways in COVID. You either were active and, and or proactive, sorry, about using that time or you just weren't and you just, you lost that time. Mm. So people, people were just stuck. And I feel like we're, st- we're going to see bash lack of covid for a long time like just being stuck inside and Mm. and nowhere to go so it's about showing people that 
it is okay and it is okay to feel the way that you do because we can't change your emotions but you are not your emotions mm. you are feeling them cool let's understand that because we're not going to dig that we're not going to push that down and and say that your emotions aren't valid so let's let's validate them and let's bring them to the surface and try and understand why you are feeling that way rather than just un- i'm unhappy Right, well, tell me why you're unhappy. Like, what is happening now? Mm. What has happened previously to make you feel that way? And then it's about showing people the light to, to show them that it's not always going to be that way. Mm. Um, and yeah, like it's people come with such different situations, whether it's family, work, mm. um, you know, relationships or past trauma in their lives that they've had growing up, perhaps. But it's about showing people that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And Mm. I think when you get down into that deep, dark hole, you can't see the light. Mm. Um, And people are very grateful to just to be heard. Mm. A lot of people just want to be heard. I think when you have, you go to a friend perhaps or a family member that maybe isn't a professional, they'll just shove down their opinions or no, don't feel that way. You'll be okay. Or, you know, I'm feeling sad. Don't be sad all right, then I'm not sad anymore. Like that's, you know, that's not really the way that we need to be dealing with it. We need to listen. Yeah. We need to listen with intent and mm. and have uh, ask the right questions and mm. help them figure them figure it out. Because if, if I'm asking you a question and then your mind and your perspective is being opened, you answer your own question. You get mm. empowerment from being like, shit, I can, I can do this. Yeah. And then I'm going to turn around and be like, right, I do you move? Do you exercise? And then I'm going to I'm going to help educate people on the little tips and setting little daily habits and little small changes mm. to make it their lives a little bit better. Mm. And then I, yeah, mm. like I said to you earlier, I always bring it back to the present moment and give them a take-home message or a, a take-home things to do. Mm. So they don't just feel like they've walked out of there and they need me the next day or they need me, you know, just to feel better that mm. you give them the the power the encouragement and the strength to know that they can work on these small things themselves mm. yeah and that's that's so that's so powerful because like you said the the key in that is like we we didn't we haven't touched at all on any kind of strategy any kind of um uh any, anything knowledge related surrounding mm. the brain and human behavior and this mm. and that. Um, but we don't need to because 95% of the answers just lie in the ability to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like studying. I definitely learned how to read, read, not read people, but you know, when you're communicating 80% of it is nonverbal. Yeah. Like it's body language. It's eye contact. It's the way that you're sitting right now. It's the mm. way that you're using your hands for gestures. It's, are you slumped over? What's your energy like? So mm. as the therapist, it's important for me to be able to read, yeah. to, re- to read you and to understand mm. where you're at and, you know, just the tone of your voice. Mm. So that's something that's a skill that the therapist then has, then that can help create, you know, what the response is and how I can actually help you rather than going down like a more psychologist route on, on diagnosing, you know, personalities, mm. which mm. is something that I do, I can't do. Mm. Um, yeah. It's more about, you know, the here and the now and, and, and helping that person mm. with, you know, their, yeah, their life, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got two, two questions. What one do I take? <laughs> 
what what is what is your controversial opening? What is what is your take on um, the traditional route of of diagnosis and um, what a, what a psychologist would do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are way smarter than what I will ever be. Um, I think there's definitely a huge need for it, especially for people that have deep trauma. Mm. Um, you know, that have 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 had crazy things happen to them, even just growing up. Um, how your your environment environment is, sorry, growing up, nurture versus nature, all of that. Um, and then obviously you get into the brain and like the chemicals in your brain and you know what's happening in there. There's definitely mm. like it's it's needed, um, mm. and you need to be treated in the correct way as to what your diagnosis is. Mm. Um, but it's definitely not something that I can touch on too much, I don't believe. But yeah, yeah I think, I don't want to say you're labeling things, but there's definitely needs to to what people have, I guess. Mm. Um, and if medication is needed, then that's needed. But sometimes I see medication as a bit of a, a mask or, you know, you just go to the doctor and they're the first to just give you a script for something, mm. not rather looking at what their well-being's like, what their sleep's like. Do you move? How well do you nourish your body with food? Yeah, yeah. I think um, they're, they're big parts that need to be more introduced. Mm. And that's definitely something that I look at when I have a client come to me and I, I ask them about their life and what their current habits are like because that plays a part. That plays mm. a huge part on your mental health. Mm. Do you move your body? every day like what sort of food are you consuming what what environment are you in who are you surrounded by what's your job like you know even just changing a few of those things mm. will play a huge part to your mental health yeah like e- even in, in my own life like i can see where i could easily go down a mm. go down a dark path and it doesn't take much it doesn't take much and we're all this like we all have the negative thoughts like i'm an mm. extremely positive person i practice you know, the positive mental health steps, gratitude, I move my body, I nourish my body really well, but I still have negative thoughts. Mm. And the difference between that is I don't let them override my positive thoughts. Mm. So yeah, I could be struggling with things in my day, but I'm in control of my day, how I react, how I respond. I'm in control of my emotions and Mm. it's about not letting that, your negative thoughts override the positive ones. It sounds so simple. For someone who is not aware of what, what might be going on but does yeah. have that internal dialogue yeah. and does find themselves not overriding that yeah. um, and finding it really hard to because it's, it, is, it is not easy. It's simple. No, it's not, it's easy. not easy. Yeah, it's, They're yeah. two very, very different words. Yeah. Simple does not mean easy. No. Um, like where do, where do you begin with that? I would begin quite simply doing some gratitude practice. I think gratitude practice is huge. Um, again, it sounds so silly and simple, naming three things that we're grateful for, but I write them down. Like I write them down all the time. Mm. Um, practicing gratitude brings gratitude. Um, I think if you're in a state where you can't help yourself and you can't muster the energy to help yourself, then go and do something for somebody else because that will bring you gratitude and that will bring you joy. Mm. So if I don't want to do something for me, I might do something for you because I know that's going to make you feel good. And in turn, that's going to make me feel good at the same time. Mm. And then I like to 
speak to people and and ask them what they are in control of because a lot of the time when we have all these negative thoughts then we start overthinking and then our mind just just goes away with us and we're out of control of that then we've, mm-hmm. we've lost control of our thoughts we've, we're totally into the next spectrum of thoughts and it's like okay let's come back to the present moment and what are we in control of right now mm-hmm. what are you in control of of your day and then I'll get them to, they, they answer it to me what are you in control of today and you know it might be I'm in control of what I eat correct like you decide what you have for breakfast something so simple mm. um one other tool I like to use is creating or like writing down what your top three priorities of the day are and what you need to get done again if if somebody's really deep and dark it's like you write down that you need to brush your teeth and then you go and tick that off mm. like it's something so simple you get out of bed, you brush your teeth. Yeah, I'm going to write that down. I've ticked it off. I feel good because I've accomplished something. Yeah. So it's it's getting hold of the here and the now and being in control of your day. And then we can go deeper and be like, you are in control of your thoughts. And if you've got something that someone said that you don't like, you're not in control of what you're saying, but I'm in control of how I react mm. and how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. Um. And then to go deeper further into that, it's like, okay, well, you've said something to me that's quite nasty. I don't like it. Why don't I like it? Like, what is it about what you've said that I don't like? So then it's going into the thought of what is that emotion? Why am I feeling it that way? Where would that generally lead? So so say I would say I said something and mm-hmm. you reacted and you didn't like it. Where Where generally would, like, what would you uncover there? Um, it could be something that is a relationship between you and I that, you know, you've, we haven't had a good relationship together. It could be that I've, I'm triggered from the past that you're treating me in a way that somebody else has treated me before and I don't like that again. Or it could be something within myself, like something that I'm not okay with and I've got trauma from. So yeah, I think initially it's what is it between us and then really it ref- it's going to come back to me and reflect on me. Mm. Like why why don't why am I not okay with that? Mm. Mm. Is it because yeah, I've been treated like that before or is it doesn't align with my values and the way that I would treat somebody else? And then you've got that pause, you've got that pause to really think about it mm. and then what your response is going to be. Mm. Whether you have boundaries in place or how you react. Mm. It's yeah, I'm going to go back um, to something you said about posture and and nonverbal and and um, all of that fun stuff. Based on how I'm sitting, what are you reading? <laughs> are you nervous? Oh, like I love this stuff. Yeah, we were speaking before about laws of human nature. And there's yeah, a, there's a whole chapter dedicated to oh really um, nonverbal communication. So it's all about human behaviour. Oh, I might take and that. And it's that. it's you definitely won't take that because that's oh, my that's my baby. I'll, I'll, I might I'm I might let reader. I might let you borrow it. Um, you would you would love it. It's it's I won't dive into it, but it's a yeah. fucking fascinating book, and. There's a chapter there and it tells the story of a guy who um, he gets he gets some kind of um, illness, like he gets a virus or something and slowly it paralyzes him to the point where he's completely bedridden, can't move any part of his body. He can look around. Wow. Um, I don't even think he can speak, um, but he, he's a vegetable. 
basically. But like brain still fully intact, kind of like um, Stephen Hawking. That's he- that's hectic, isn't it? It's hectic. It's hectic. And, oh. and like I couldn't even begin to imagine what that feels oh. like or, or whatever. But what what happened was was that because he had nothing to do but observe, he couldn't talk, um, he became really, really great at reading people yep. and understanding how people, what was actually going on for people by the way that they walked into a room, the yeah. way that they, the, the, the tone of their voice, um, a lot of the stuff in between the words. And uh, he eventually regained complete control of his body. So he, he reversed the paralysis. Oh, I've got goosebumps now. <laughs> yeah. And, and then he became, um, he became I, I don't know what he officially became, but effectively like a psychologist, a counsellor or whatever. Oh, and became one of the one of the best in the world because oh. he was so so good at reading what was going on for people, and because a lot of the times what people are saying is not what they're actually saying, right? Correct. Um, and that's what's so powerful about nonverbal, about reading tonality, about reading body posture and yep. whatever. And there's one story that he told, um, and and I can't remember everything about the story, but. Uh, a lady walked into a room to see him and she said, hey, um, I want you to help me get over my fear of flying because my husband wants to take me overseas somewhere. And the first thing that he asked her was, does he know you're cheating on him? Oh, shit. And it was like, and, and when I read it, I was like, what the hell? And it, it, it breaks it all down, the way that she was sitting and the way she, that she expressed it. Um, All right, this is my new goal. I want to become this person. Absolutely. And ever since I read that, I'm just like so fascinated by that whole space because it's so profound. And you would see that a lot. Yeah. Like you would start to pick up on a lot of different themes and and, um, especially when it correlates to where people are at. Yeah. So someone who comes in with anxiety is likely going to to do the same, like the same thing as everyone else who kind of is experiencing that. Yeah. 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 And and definitely, well, yeah, you're right. And, but it definitely does show in different humans. Yeah. Um, which I think when I was setting up my office, um, at HQ, I wanted it to feel comfortable. You've been in there quite a few times. Mm. Like, how Mm. did you feel? Scary. No, scary. Scary. There's not no, the it's, it's and you know what? Like cre- credit to you for for because it is a beautiful space, um, and it does feel really great in there, um, and it's in a gym, yeah, and, and the gym yeah. is actually like really a real it's it's a contrast because the gym, not to put a blanket, it's a gym, but the gym is really dark, yeah, and it's yeah. quite I wouldn't say it's masculine when you're in there and you're a part no, of it, no, but I from the photos so. and could. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. But I think once you're in there and then you're feeling the space and then you're seeing, you know, us that are in there and even the members, like Mm. we're all, there is no ego. It's all soul in there. Like it's all soul. Yeah. And it took me a long time to figure out how I wanted my office. And when you go in, the artwork has been specifically like picked by me. Mm. So there's lots of um, different artwork by different psychologists. There's, things about growth mindset. I've got a coloring book in there. I've got weighted blankets in there. Um, you know, it always smells nice. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> you got Maslow's hierarchy of human needs in I there. I do have that in there. You do? Yes. Absolute banger. Um, I've got a whole bookshelf that clients can have a look at. And then 
with a couple of clients, like even at the end of our sessions, I'd be like, I'd love for you to read this book. And they take mm. it away and they read the book and then they come back when they're ready. Yeah, I don't really know where we were going with that. No, me either. That's cool. That's a cool like little touch. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, essentially what I think I want to say is about, about body language and how people are that's when they right. present themselves. That's right. Yeah. Is when they first come to therapy is holy shit, I'm an anxious person anyway, but now I'm even more anxious because I'm mm. going into somebody's office and I'm about to get, I'm about to tell them my whole life story. So you're even more nervous. Yeah. So I wanted to create a space that felt comfortable and they went in and kind of could take a breath and just be like, okay, mm. I'm just going to chill for a little minute. There's a basket that you put your phone in your keys so you don't have to touch them. You know, have a flick through a couple of books that I've got, um, do a bit of coloring mm. um, or just look at the artwork and just you know, just create that space where they can take a breath mm. before they give me whatever they need to give me. Yeah. And that's like, I think it's very easy to overlook how powerful that is. Um, because I know too, like in a gym setting, mm. like for someone to either come into a gym for the first time or swap gyms or yeah. like completely change the environment in a place where they're going to spend a fair amount of time. Yeah. It's like actually a really big deal. It's huge. It takes and a lot of courage to do that. Yeah. yeah. And then to bring that into um, an even an even deeper and more vulnerable space yeah. like yeah. counselling mm-hmm. um, when someone isn't in a great place and they need to muster up their own courage to want to step in because yeah. at the end of the day we can't yeah. force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Um that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And that's, and so it's, I guess, more of a testament to um, anyone, but I guess you, you in particular, that you've been able to build relationships with people yeah. enough for them to want to come yeah. in. Like that's, think, that's no easy feat. No. And I think that is, you know, part and parcel of how do you market yourself and how do I put myself out there as a counselor? Mm. You know, you can write all the posts that you want. You can put the ads up, but at the end of the day, word of mouth is, is the best in, in my industry. And even as a personal trainer as well, you know, it's who am I as a person? Because that's basically what it is. How well can I connect with you? And do you, have you had a good experience with me? Well, then you're going to go and tell somebody else. And you know, I might have the the paper to say that I'm qualified, but if I if I can't connect with you and I don't give off good presence and I don't listen, mm. then you're not going to have a good time. Mm. So, mm. yeah, I think it's about not only the space that I've created, but you know what Mitchell and Jaden have done with the gym. They're they're such good humans and they're such yeah. good people that we already have a good network of people around us, and that it is like on the Central Coast, it's you know, everyone knows a lot of people and, and we, everybody talks and you mm. know, at the end of the day, it comes back to who you are as a person. If you're a good person, you treat people well, you show that you care. We clearly, we're all passionate about what we do mm. and that just shows just naturally and organically. It mm. shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it does. And, and then that does come through the words and it does yeah. come through the posts and stuff like that and, and yeah well that's right then you know who the person is behind the post and then it will yeah. create more meaning yeah, yeah yeah i guess it's everything tied in together mm-hmm. right like it's yeah it's it's so i mean that's such a such a underestimated and under acknowledged but just unknown 
part about business is because I like I speak from experience here is wanting to um, wanting to build up a, a business or, or wanting to have some form of success and following a lot of courses and and entrepreneurs who have been there before and um, tactics and strategies and this and mm. that again coming back to learning a lot but then not understanding the fundamentals of what it takes to connect with people, build yeah. trust with people, yeah. build rapport, understand that if you can't get over the objections that they're having in their mind, i.e. I'm actually just really nervous to step into a gym yeah. or I've never actually spoken about my vulnerabilities with someone before, yeah. like you're never going to get there. No, And so, but like you said, that just comes from understanding how to be a good human being. And experience as well. That's right. You've got to learn how to talk to people and, um, yeah, life experience, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, it's more, when when people come into the gym to have a little look around, it's about creating that connection straight away. So ask them how their day's been Mm -hmm. rather than, oh, look at the new hip thrust we've got. Like people, (laughs) (laughs) I will help you build your glutes. (laughs) But it's more about people want to feel connection. People want to feel heard and seen because we are lacking that so Mm. much. Like we've been Mm. so shut indoors for such a long time. We're stuck on social media where there is an actual connection. Like you're just looking at things. Yeah, Mm. you might be learning something or you're bloody comparing yourself to somebody else, but where is that connection? Mm. People just want to feel connected. Mm. Um, yeah, it's so... It's about building that straight away, build that rapport. Yeah. Before I even get into the nitty gritty of a counseling session, I'll ask you how your day's been. Mm. What have you been up to? Like, what have you done over the last couple of days? And, yeah. you know, have a little bit of a laugh with somebody. Like, it doesn't have to be, but you're in the chair and let's be completely serious. That is not me. Like, I yeah. I am very professional in what I do, but also my personality is still going to come through as well. Like, mm. I want to make mm. you smile. I want to make you feel good. I want to make you happy. Yeah. You know, and it's, people feel that. Yeah. And I think when it's not genuine, people can also feel that too. Mm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which comes back to what you were saying too about COVID. Like, we've kind of lost... I think like we're kind of already losing it as a society. I think it was yeah like great point to social media, but it is true um, is that I think COVID definitely amplified that. Like we were punished for yeah. connecting with people. Yeah, and I like I, I remember I was speaking Chris, to isn't it when you think jo- yeah, and I was I was speaking to Josh Whitlam on on the on the mm. beach one morning with a, with a coffee and the cop came up and goes, if you don't move, I'm going to find you $4,000. And I was just like, I mean, look, I wasn't going to fight it, but at the same time you walk away just going, you can't be serious. Yeah. Like, it, and, and looking back at that now, you just go, they protected us at what cost? You know what I mean? I and and oh, look, I've got, I have plenty of opinions about all that. <laughs> Definitely not going to go into it yeah, no. in, the, in this, yeah, okay. but, um, that's one thing that I've actually been working on because it's something that I've realized is probably the key to getting to where I want to go in terms of becoming a more confident person, becoming, mm. um, being able to connect with people more happier, more fulfilled is my ability to put the phone down and actually connect yeah. with someone one-on-one. Yeah. Like there is yeah. so much and I notice it in the gym too, like – 
sometimes there is hesitation to speak to someone. Yeah. But it's on both ends. Yeah. And so the one who starts the conversation, the other one's actually yeah. relieved because they're like, yes. I wanted to do that too. Yes. So true. All the time. So true. And that, yeah, I do make a point of being the person to go first. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think it's easier for me because I, I work there. So I walk in and I like sure. to acknowledge everybody that's in there. Yeah. Whether you've got your headphones or not and whether we just wave and smile and say good morning or whether mm. it's I'm actually going to come up to you and ask you how your weekend's been. You've got to make the effort. And yeah. sometimes it's uncomfortable, but that's how we grow and that's how we connect is by doing things that are uncomfortable. Mm. And mm. yeah, I think you've, you've got to make the effort. You've got to be willing to to push yourself to do that. Mm. And mm. that leads to growth, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, more more yeah. than what I think we believe as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the idea of the idea of becoming a much, uh, I don't want to say improved, but we we look at people. We like you said before, busy comparing ourselves to people, and um, social media is not a great example of of what people are actually like. No. But the idea that people create is that they have traits of confidence and mm. self love and success and fulfillment. And so if we kind of grab that and go, okay, well, that's what I like about that. And so ideally that's what I'd like. We kind of, rather than going, oh, but I'll never have that. It's, again, it comes down to that, those small steps that you were speaking about before. Taking the action. Taking taking the action. and, And that happens moment to moment. And it's, there's an opportunity in everything. Yeah. Like there, there was... When I, when I go for a walk, um, I've tried to make a lot more effort to look people in the eyes and smile at everyone that I see. And I walked past a guy um, the other day and I saw I saw him coming up and I'm like, okay, cool. Like, look him in the eye, I'm smile ready. at him. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready I'm for this. I'm eyeballing you. I'm ready. Um, and I did my part, but he was hunched over and oh. he was – head down and so is what it is right yeah. but that used to be me yeah. like I used to be that person yeah and the only way that I got better at that was by doing it yeah when it was really uncomfortable yeah from the start yeah so it's like when you're kind of that person and you go I'll never be that guy who's yeah. like like super confident shoulders back chest out like smiley whatever it doesn't even have to be like a ripped dude yeah sometimes you see people's energy and it's yeah. just like i want some of that it'll be that it's yeah. like that starts in the moment yeah like yeah. one step at a time yeah yeah i like that i like that a lot mm. and then i also think is so you've decided to become that person and you want to be that person but you've got to meet people where they're at so yeah. you might be that person now whereas you might see me in the street and I might be a little bit hunched over. I might be a little bit sad for whatever reason. I kind of want to be that person, but I'm not there yet. So it's like yeah. you could come up with all the energy in the world and be like, hey, how's it going? And I could be like, oh, hi, yep, 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 yep. And then you walk away being like, oh, they should be more. But really mm. where I'm at right now is I'm just taking the small steps to become that person. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I think you can give people the confidence to show that you can become that person. Mm. 
And mm. again, it's about reading people. Like I could walk into the gym and see somebody I can tell they're a bit nervous. So I'm not going to come in full guns blazing, be like, tell me about your weekend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you go in with a softer approach. Yeah, sure. And, and you say, you know, how are you? And you mm. listen. And then like, I don't even need to talk about myself, but how mm. are you? What was your weekend? Oh, great. Like, hope you have a really good session. Mm. But you know that you've you've touched that person and you know leaving that, you know, I'm confidently that person that could have a five-minute conversation with you. Yeah. Whereas you might not be there just yet. Yeah. But yeah. You're, giving, you're giving that person the confidence, you know, to yeah. to open up their perspective to become, mm. to become more. Yeah. And I guess you would notice too, like even, even those interactions, like you said, like, it's it's a lot more meaningful for the person underneath the hood than what they yeah. might what they might do. So they yeah. might be like, oh, and then you walk away, but in their mind they're going, that was actually really that great. That was nice. And yeah. then the next time you walk into the room, there's a sense of relief. There's that sense yeah. of comfort because it's like that's the person who like yeah will acknowledge that I'm here yeah. and see me. That's right. Yeah. And, and a lot of the times people who are who are hunched over, it's like they don't want to take up space. They don't mm, want to be seen. They They're scared be to seen. be seen. Yeah. But everyone has a desire to and be everyone, seen. And and it feels good. And it feels yeah. great. Yeah. So I think great. if you're going into that conversation, you know, you're the hunched over person, I'm the confident one, but I'm coming in on your level. Like mm, I'm coming in yeah. as a little bit, you know, quieter perhaps a little bit more interested in just you. Like I'm not talking about myself and how good I am and how good my weekend was. Like I'm taking interest to who you are. Mm. And I guess you've got to be real about it, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, not everybody is as empathetic or is as, you know, caring as what another person might be. So if you are genuine with making human connection, then then that is felt. Mm. Because truly I think also that somebody could come in and i Straight away, I think, oh, you're a wanker because mm. <laughs> you're all ego. And so you thought about me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. So I think to be real and to be a real human, yeah. it's got to come in your values and your morals of who you are. Like a lot of whatever I do day to day or the decisions that I make, I do think, does this suit who I am? Does this suit mm. my values? Does this suit my morals? The, per- the people that I'm choosing to be around, are we aligned? Mm. if we're not aligned then you know it might not work but if we are then it's going to be great Mm. Mm. nice Mm. so what's what's next what's next in my life uh so i'm so content right now i am so happy which is my life goal is is to always be happy um we're so settled into hybrid, which is great because mm. it was a long time coming. We were confidently patient to get in there. And now we're all just, we're growing. We're supporting each other. We're growing in that space. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I want to take my counseling that next step further, just build a, a nice big client base there, um, continue to improve in that sense. Mm. Um, just uh, just helping people. I want to connect that physical health, that mental health to improve people's well-being and I just want to keep reaching more people. Like mm. I, I want to help people. Um, personally, in my own personal life, I've got a couple of trips planned. I'm going over to see my brother in Dubai in a couple of months. Nice. Which I just can't wait for. Like family to me is so important. So I'm really excited about that. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just, I love routine and I, I love day-to-day life. And, mm. you know, I just want to be able to not cruise through through it, but 
live live really happy and enjoy every experience and and be present and that's kind of what i want to keep doing mm, mm. um whilst you know striving higher in the business and and mm. growing my business more mm. so yeah i'm not coming at you with anything crazy like i don't want a, a crazy car or like i don't have crazy massive things that are going to be happening because i already feel very fulfilled Mm. yeah mm. so which is which is the key right because yeah. it's like you know that he with or without those and and that's such a it's it's such a cheat code to have that understanding yeah. and 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 one thing like that i'll acknowledge you for and um point out is that like you being so confident in that you are happy and fulfilled and good with where you're at is quite rare. Yeah. In in my experience, um, and I, and I think it's because it's been something I've struggled with a lot is like sitting in that and owning like feeling good. Mm. Um, because it's like sometimes you know. I know for me, like I can feel bad for feeling good sometimes. Yeah. And it's like I resort to wanting oh, to not yeah. be as good because yeah. then it, it makes me more, more relatable to people. Yeah. Do you think that sometimes when someone's like, how are you? And a lot of the time it's like, oh, not bad. Yeah. A lot of the time I'm like, I'm great. Thank you. Yeah. Like, thanks for asking. How are you? But like, truly, I'm great. Yeah. And if I'm not great, then the people that I trust, I would, you know, and that mm. I want to lean on, I will. Mm. Um, I think... Do you know also when you're saying about having confidence is like, I'm not confident in knowing that everything's going to be easy and everything's going to be smooth because it's reality is it's not. And, you know, over the past year, I have hit some very hard roadblocks personally mm. in my life. But it's also about knowing, having the confidence that I have A, people around me to support me, B, knowing that I have the awareness of myself and just, and C, just knowing that, like I will feel it and I will get through it. Like I'll face it head on. I'm not mm. going to push things down again, just knowing that that isn't the right way to deal with things, but having the confidence to know that I will get through it mm. because of the struggles that I have been through. So yeah, I think it's also, I don't want to portray this image that everything's great and it's always going to be great because it's, it isn't, mm. but I do have the confidence to know that I have the ability to be able to get through hard times mm. due to the people around me the awareness of myself and the drive that i have mm. to still be happy and to still push through and mm. get through to the other side mm. yeah and that's that's actually quite uplifting as well like i think when when people say they're great and they're actually not um it's not that that's a bad thing but when it's not genuine that's also mm. felt yeah. And and you would yeah. you would definitely yeah. feel that. But when someone says they're great and they're actually great, it's an infectious feeling. Yeah. And yeah. and so by being in that and being like, I'm fucking great. <laughs> like it's that's actually helping people as yeah. well. Yeah. Like and 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 allowing other people to also be great. Yeah. Allowing people like me yeah. who's like I feel good, but I don't, I don't really want to like, yeah. I don't want to gloat. I don't want to be, because it's like, for me, I've always looked at it as a fine line between confidence and arrogance. Yes. And so yeah. definitely not wanting to cross that line and yeah. have someone walk away going, like he's a bit up himself. But you know, I think that's, that's felt like if you told me something that was good about your day and be like, Hey, like I've, 
I accomplished this today. I went mm. for a 10K run. It was great. I'd be like, fuck yeah, you legend. <laughs> like I would pump you up because sure. I know how good that feels. And yeah. I know that you're doing something positive for yourself. Whereas for somebody that wasn't feeling that great, if you're like, oh, mm. I did a 10K run today. And I'd be like, well, I fucking didn't. Sure. Great. Sure. Nice. But that's easy for you, isn't it? You know, like, <laughs> so, like I don't want to be surrounded by those people, but I also want to help those people at the same yeah, time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's about a couple of weeks, oh, maybe it's like a couple of months ago, I um, was driving through Terrigal and I was just driving and then next minute something hit my car window and it smashed it, the side window. Basically, someone was mowing their lawn and a rock came out of their lawnmower and smashed my window. Absolutely ruined my day, just quietly. <laughs> but like I, I got home and I was so pissed off. Why me? Like this is going to cost $500 to fix, blah, blah, blah. And then in my head, I was like, right, Claire, you've got the next 10 minutes to get all this emotion out. Be pissed off. Like, you know, get it out. Understand what's going on. And then you're going to accept it. And then we're going to move on. So I literally had that conversation with myself. So like I got all the emotion out. I had a quick cry. I was like, this is bullshit and then I was like right but the end of the day is what am I in control of I can't take back that moment it is what it is Mm. I have to get it paid accept that and then and then we move on and then it's done then I'm not going to dwell on it again Mm. so Mm. you know you you spoke to me that day yeah my day was pretty shit but we got on with it and you know I'm just going to control the things that I can control Mm. and and Mm. use them to become positive again yeah so much so much power in that because like the the first is is like getting over it but the most important thing is like also giving yourself the time to feel it yeah hugely yeah but then like but then get on with it like do it like fucking go and smash the other windscreen (laughs) like just do some whatever go and do go and do some (laughs) boxing like cry whatever Whatever you need to do and like it might take me 10 minutes but it might take you like you know two hours yeah that's just the difference between us sure i like saying you need to better than me oh not the same yeah right no worries (laughs) (laughs) understand your shit feel your shit but don't lose your shit like if you lose it then you you've lost control mm. like i want you to understand it i want you to feel it and really become aware of what it is and get deep into that but if you end up losing it mm. then you know you're taking five steps back mm. yeah mm. but people need help with that and people need education and they need the toolkit to help them and and that's what i do and that's what i want to keep doing mm. so if they want to find you, mm-hmm. if they have if they have listened to this and they've gone, Claire's, <laughs> Claire's my new counsellor, yeah. uh, where, yes, where can they find you? Um, so my website is leadingedgewellbeing.com. Okay. I believe. Or You're you, telling I'm me. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Leading Edge Wellbeing on Instagram, on Facebook. I If you find the hybrid headquarters on Facebook and Instagram as well, I'm all linked through there. Um, yeah, that's Pretty much where you'll find me. Awesome. At the gym. At, at the hybrid. Gym. I'm in there every day. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you. Thank you so that much was, for having me. 